Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the art studio. I am your host, Dan Burke. I hope all of you are having a great day in your art studio, and I hope the art is coming out well. I have an interesting show tonight. As always, the art studio is capable of taking on almost any subject. So let's talk about a true story that is the greatest bank robbery in history. It's absolutely 100% true, and here's how it happened. Over a period of time, uh, starting in the 1980s, there was a deregulation of banks and the way they could take money, which is the money inside banks, and speculate with it. The banks, over 25 years, made billions and billions and billions and billions and billions on this speculation. Eventually, the people that ran the banks went to work for the government, and they became the regulators and advisors and lobbyists for the government, and eventually the head of Goldman Sachs became the government's... uh, He has a name, the guy that regulates everything. I can't think of his exact title. Anyway, in 2006 to past 2008, and I'm talking about the year 2008 here coming up, this fellow who was the CEO of Goldman Sachs became the USA's liaison on how to handle... uh, financing. God, I wish I could tell you his title because it's so important. (laughs) You know, Greenspan had this title. You know, the title of the guy who it's like the head economic guy for America. Anyway, what this means basically is that the banks were now in charge of advising the government on what to do. But in a much bigger sense, corporations in this time in history had become bigger than countries, more powerful than countries. Corporations could buy and sell countries and they would put people into office who would then vote the way they wanted them to vote. So after 25 years of gambling with people's money in all sorts of obscene ways, it turned out that the banks screwed up and through a huge, huge mistake, lost a whole bunch of money. I can go into the whole mechanism of how this happened and why it happened and so on. But here's what happened next. 
the government had a choice on what to do when the banks failed in 2008. Now, they could let the banks lose that money or not. Now, here's the thing. The banks have plenty of money. Billions and billions and billions and billions they've made over decades and decades and decades. Think of all the credit cards and all the things they sell, houses and so on. Unbelievable amounts of money. But the thing about banks is they don't like to lose one dollar. They would rather kill a million people than lose one dollar. So, as history will bear out, as it will look back at this time, corporations, again, are bigger than countries. Corporations own banks. They basically backed up a truck right there in 2008, and the U.S. Senate passed a bill overnight that they should bail out the banks and give them $700 billion. And one of the things with that they should do is they should never look into where the money went. It said it in the agreement that they would never look into where the money went. So when the banks got the money, well, they went to work. They gave out bonuses. They bought jets. They had vacations. They solidified themselves And they loaned out even more money and did more things. Now, people who weren't working for big banks or who weren't billionaires, they got screwed. People who had pensions, people who had houses, they lost those houses. They lost those pensions, never to be seen again. These are the facts of the situation. We live right now in a world where corporations are recognized as human beings. I'm not sure if you guys understand the legality of what that means, but these corporations will live for hundreds of thousands of years, potentially much longer than you and me. They have to keep making money and expanding to survive. We know that's not possible for things to keep expanding forever. It just doesn't make sense. So they have to keep making money. And they have found a way to make money by basically stealing it and taking it from poor people and the middle class. Right now, as my voice is reaching you, we live in the most unbalanced time in history. There is no other time in history where so few had so much and so many had so little. It's very weird, and I'm not really sure there's an answer for it. I don't know how to fix something like this. I know that there's have been periods in history where this, this has happened before, but never like this. You may look to the government or the Supreme Court and say, how come they don't do anything? Well, everything they do and have done, have demonstrated time and again, is in service to their master, 
the corporations. Who we put in office has really nothing to do with what happens in the bigger picture. These guys are in control. I don't know if there's any hope to fix this situation. It's just getting worse and worse. I could sit here and list, you know, for the next 200 hours, all the things that have gone wrong and what's wrong with the system and the way it works and so on. But let me make it simple for you. If you jumped back in time, let's say, you know, thousand years, people couldn't and didn't own land. Regular people couldn't. They would go to work for someone like a baron or a duke or a king, and they would farm the land for that person, and they would get a small percentage of the land itself, what you and I would call a living wage. So the rich person always owned the means of production. They always owned the land, the apple fields, the water, everything. And these people were basically just permitted to eke out a small living to survive while the rich had everything. My friends, that's where we live now. The rich have everything. They own everything, but they're still not satisfied. They want more. The idea of ownership, for those who've ever owned anything, know that it's a completely transitory state. Kind of like being young, it passes. Ownership is only predicated on you paying outrageous taxes every year on your real estate, paying all the time to keep what you quote-unquote think you own. But you know, through manipulation in the stock market, they could take your house, your car, and everything tomorrow. And they can certainly take your job. From the, when I was a young man to now, the change in economics in America, the ability to get a job and survive, is it's, it's so different my friends, it's night and day. Absolutely night and day. There's no way to equate the way it was. When I was a young man, you could buy a house for two to $5,000. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, it's, that's crazy. But that's how it was. But let me tell you some other crazy fact. In those days, when I was a young man, a starting wage at the steel mill was $18 an hour and full benefits, all medical. Wages have gone down in America. The average thing that we pay people has gone down. It's so low, wages are not just stagnant, they're completely below the wages that are needed to make what you and I would call a standard of living where you could eat and pay your rent and survive working a job. It just hardly exists. So wages have not matched what the increase in food and everything else has been. 
It just hasn't matched it, not even close. So wages have been kept down. The principle is, starting in the Reagan economic era, is that the rich people would be given all the money. They would then spend it by investing in companies and things like that, and it would trickle down. Again, I could play you hours of tape of people saying this is exactly what's going to happen and people laughing about jobs and factories closing in America, that it could never happen, that jobs could never leave America. Ha! Huh, it could never happen. But of course, that's exactly what has happened. The whole industrial base of America has been dismantled. The unbridled greed of the corporations is not going to stop. They have found and continue to find a way to endlessly take money from the poor and the middle class and to literally take money that we pay in taxes from the government and do whatever they want with it. Their control is absolute. There is no way to escape it. There's no way to change it. There's an agreement right now the Trans-Pacific Trade Agreement that they've been negotiating in secret. And here's the craziest thing. The, the people who are supposed to pass this thing in Congress have already passed a fast-track vote on it. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. They've passed a vote that says they can vote in such a way that whatever majority is showing up that day can pass the vote. So if only three people show up that day, three people can vote on this thing and pass this whole Trans-Pacific Agreement. And this agreement is really, really bad for America. But it's really good for corporations because they get to become even richer. They get to use other countries. And, oh, I just could go on and on about how bad this agreement is. But they're going to run it right through Congress. Boom. Boom right through Congress. And here's the weird thing. Congress is not allowed to look at the agreement. They are not allowed to know what's in it while voting on it. Now, you're probably saying, well, that's, that's absolutely impossible, Dan. There's no way the government can be asked to vote on something they don't know about. That's absolutely what's happening. And the agreement is sealed for five years after the vote. Sealed for five years. Now, who the hell wrote this agreement? Well, the big corporations did, the pharmaceutical companies and so forth. They're setting up their plans for the next 20 years to become even richer and richer and richer. To them, it's not about America. To them, it's about just getting rich at the expense of the world. It doesn't matter where they pollute, who suffers, what happens, as long as they make money. And believe me, this thing will be passed right through Congress. Just like the bill to give the people $700 billion on Wall Street, just like the Iraq War, whatever they want to pass through, they make a show of it. People bluster and they posture. But nothing changes. The things go right on through. Because their campaigns, their whole political life, is bought and sold by these large corporations. And when your boss comes calling and tells you what to do, you vote the way they tell you to do. 
It's really crazy that we've actually entered the George Orwell world that we thought could never happen. I used to joke about Walmart being like a symbol on the moon, but it just may well be. You know, stadiums are named after Walmart. And soon countries might be. The United States of Walmart. I know you're sitting there laughing, thinking, oh, it can never happen. But it can. One of the biggest tricks they use is the endless fear about things happening over in the Middle East, other countries, and so on, and the big danger they represent. My friends, we have nuclear submarines, we have airplanes, supersonic jets, aircraft carriers, an army that you can't believe. And with just one submarine with 40 nuclear interballistic missiles can level the whole world. Just one submarine could level the whole world. And we have a whole bunch of them, plus aircraft carriers, plus jets, plus regular interballistic missiles and silos. We have thousands of them. The fact is, nobody can screw with us. We are the most powerful standing army that's ever been created, ever, (laughs) I mean, bar none. It's not that a conflict wouldn't be messy and expensive. It's just that we're so overwhelmingly more powerful. If we don't go in and just wipe people out, that's because we've chosen not to. There's another reason that we're there, to make money, to punish, to extend, to get oil, all sorts of reasons beyond just quote-unquote winning. It's not at all what it's about. You'll never see us invade a place that doesn't have some kind of economic gain for us. It just doesn't happen. We live in an economy now where a big part of our economy is war. Big corporations make money off of wars. They are are the facilitators of war. And if we're to turn off the wars, these companies like Hal Burton would stop making money. And these companies are not going to turn off the wars. It's a hybrid of the military-industrial complex, what we call like the CIA, the, the, the secret you know, organization of uh, supposedly to protect us, and Wall Street. These things have synthesized into a hybrid that nothing can stop because they work outside the rules of democracy. There's no checks and balances. There's nobody stopping them. You know, the CIA, whatever you want to call it, they work outside the boundaries of everything. They have a huge, huge budget. They can spend anything on, go anywhere. They can get rid of anyone, tap phones, do whatever they want. There's nothing outside the bounds of what they'll do. At one point, there was a checks and balances just at the uh, end of the late 50s, beginning of the 60s. But after like 1962, those checks and balances were gone. 
Those guys were in charge. They orchestrated a whole bunch of fake nonsense and brought us into Vietnam so they could have a war. And they've been doing it since. Believe me, when they tell you about some country in some other foreign world and what a big danger it is to us, I can assure you that it's no danger at all. The most dangerous thing to us is the corporations, this military-industrial complex, and this hybrid uh, CIA-type business that is basically a secret army and police that runs the country. We're really not that free. Not at all compared to other countries. But you know, our country, the United States of America, has been hijacked by these evil, evil people. I don't know, again, if there's any kinds of kind of answer on it, but I know 100% for sure that these are the facts. If you look at the transfer of wealth in the last 25 years, it's absolutely obscene. Less and less money for middle class and poor people and more and more money for that 1%. And the only place for them to get more money is from us. So they have to keep squeezing more money out of you and me and everyone else. They have to raise student loans. They have to raise pharmaceutical prices. They have to raise everything but not pay out anything. Wages are not going to go up. They're not going to create a living wage for people. It's not going to happen. Factories, productivity, and all that other stuff is not coming back to America. That's not part of their plan. It's not part of their plan to industrialize America. You don't see them building a bullet train, do you? (laughs) No, you don't. And we could have had one 50 years ago. It's really crazy how everything works. Corporations work against human beings. They work against the better good of all that people need and require. They work against it. I hate to talk about this because I'm not trying to bring you down but I'm trying to bring some awareness of this to people who may not be aware of it, who may not understand the full scope of the problem or how insidious it is and how far it's really gone. The corporations run the world. Our government is part of their mechanism, but they're completely in control of it. Whatever they want, if they need $700 billion tomorrow morning, they can come to the bank and get it, and Congress will let them have it. If they need a war, if they need a new trade agreement, whatever they need, they use our country as their instrument. But it turns out they use all countries for all sorts of things. Well, guys, I hope you're having a great day in your art studio. Keep doing your art, keep doing your projects, and I'll be back here in the art studio chatting, having fun, making art before you know it. Have a great day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.